0: Welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode two hundred and one. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Brian Prillman and I am joined tonight by my other two hosts, Jess Dunks, greetings, and Brogan King.
1: Hi, this is Jess. Wait, <laughs> how was my Jess impression?
0: Uh, needs it more was, snark.
2: It was okay. missing a little something. It's, uh, it's it's the extra it's the extra sass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. I was hoping I was hoping you were ready for it this time, and you didn't disappoint. I appreciate. I,
1: it. I was ready. I was prepared. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I would have thought of, like I don't think I would have just done that on my own. But uh, thank you for the inspiration.
2: You're welcome. So
0: we are coming off of uh, last episode, episode 200, where we did not talk about anything useful <laughs> at all. And uh, <laughs> you know, you
2: say that, but we've gotten a lot of good feedback right. about that episode. A lot of people have been like, oh, we love this episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, somebody, uh, actually, more than one somebody stopped me at Grand Prix DC last weekend and told me how they felt we should do more episodes like that. And I'm like, oh, I know, I love doing episodes like that, but we also have to produce like meaningful you know, content, useful content.
1: <laughs> I mean, I am all, I am, I'm way all about the just hanging out and telling stories. Like, that's my. That's my jam. That's great. Yeah.
2: Well, so we used to do a thing back when the episodes were longer in the in the in the before time. In the before time. Uh, in the before time, uh, we would occasionally just like stop an episode for story time. It would be like, ah, it's time for story time with Professor Dunks, and uh, you need a theme song. I do need a theme song. Wow. Uh, I do not have the skill or the time to create such a thing. <laughs> I'm but, thinking man. some sort
0: of '70s funk is what would be necessary. Oh,
1: that's the intro to per- story time with Professor time Dunks.
2: With Professor Dun-
1: Ugh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. So you know how we we're talking about how we need to produce meaningful content.
0: Yes. Oh, you what want to produce? Talk? You want to produce meaningful content? All right. <laughs> but, but before we do produce meaningful content, uh, I want to. Uh, mention something or talk about something that we did not talk about last episode. Um, what? Uh, so we, we were last episode, we were telling a bunch of stories and something that we've wanted to do for a long time was um, something called judge tales. I think we originally got this uh, idea when uh, we had Matt Tayback on and we were singing, we got him to sing the Ducktales theme song. <laughs> um, but what we would like, uh, and what we're inviting our listeners to do is send us, uh, your own judge tale and, uh, what we, and if we get enough of them, you know, we'll actually turn that into a, into an episode. If we don't, we'll stick them at the end of a, of another episode. But what we're asking is, uh, please record yourself. Uh, you can do that if you, you know, on your mobile device It all has, most of them have some sort of memo recording thing. Mark Ruswater uses it to do his drive to work podcast. Just record yourself, uh, telling a judge story of approximately one to two minutes in duration, uh, and email it to us at judgecast.com. And, uh,
2: it's a, uh, judgecast at gmail.com. Oh, judgecast at
0: gmail.com. I misspoke. Uh, I said gmail at judgecast.com. You just said said,
2: email it to us at judgecast.com. That's. Yes, uh, uh judge. Judgecast at judgecast.com is not an address that will get anywhere.
0: Email us at JustDunks at gmail.com. No. Uh judgecast sure. judgecast. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> judgecast at gmail.com. And uh we'll we'll take them. Uh and if they're you know the appropriate length and uh you know I'll I'll say I'll I'll be blunt if they're appropriate. Um we will uh Put them put them together and release them out. So this is this is an opportunity. Please, uh, your favorite story. If you've got a judge that really made a difference uh, to you, you can you can gush on them. If you've got an uh, an interesting tale about a draft that went horribly horribly wrong in a hilarious way. If you uh, convinced players at a sealed PTQ, PPTQ that the draft was going to be Fallen Empires draft. And they panicked, you know, a uh, true story that happened. Uh, let us oh, know. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them, their eyes got really, really big. Um, Amazing. Yeah. The, the, uh, mad props to the TO for pulling a box of Fallen Empires out of the back because I got to plop it down on the table in front of them. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: um, are, would you also agree that if people don't want to record themselves, uh, just send us send us your thing and we can read it? Yeah, we
0: can do that. That's that's uh,
1: less fun. You you already yeah. listen to us talk all the time.
0: Sure, it is it is less fun, but just at the at the beginning, at the beginning of the recording, uh just say uh, you know, my name is, you know, Brogan King and if you if you are a judge and have a level, uh, you can tell. And this doesn't have to be just for judges. Uh if you're a player and you have a funny story uh that involved a judge or or maybe you want to you want to gush on your local judge. You know, send those in too. you know, uh, love letters to your local judge, uh, funny stories, that kind of thing. Just send them in uh, at judgecast at gmail dot com. Hey. Hey. All right. So now on to useful content. Um, so I understand there's a new magic set coming out soon. Um, does uh, it go-
2: yeah, it's a it's a supplemental set, which uh, those are. Those are sets that kind of partner with the uh, regular sets ah, to they, they,
1: they partner.
2: Yes. They partner, they partner. this oh. one literally uh, because it's all about partners. Actually, I Actually, love the themes in this set.
1: Yeah. We're talking about battle bond.
2: Yeah. Well, battle bond is well,
0: six. Yes. Battle bond is a set that is uh, based on two headed giant. And uh, when we went back and looked at the archives, uh, we realized that it's been about four and a half years since we did an episode on Two-Headed Giant. And Fairmount's Fairmount fair amount, uh, has changed. Uh, a good amount is still similar. And we figured it'd be a great time to go over, you know, what is Two-Headed Giant, what the rules are. So hopefully, if you're running an event this weekend, uh, a Two-Headed Giant event, you'll be ready for it.
1: Additionally, you... I know that that while not a whole lot may have necessarily changed dramatically, this is one of those formats that, that judges constantly talk and joke about like being the bane of everyone's existence. And and let's let's make that a little bit more friendly. Let's take some of that away. Two headed giant can be can be approachable. Super yeah, so, promise.
0: So what what just to kind of set the stage, what is two headed giant? Just in a in a nutshell. Two headed giant it's, it's two- is
2: Go ahead, Brogan.
1: No, I was going to make a joke, but your answer is more useful content probably.
2: (laughs) Uh, Two-Headed Giant is a format where four players play a game of Magic, but rather than being individual players, they are on two different teams, and those two teams uh, take their turns... uh, Rather, the two players on a team take their turn at the same time. They use what's called the shared team turns option. So that is you and I Brogan, for example, will be on a team. Uh, Heck yeah, Brogan and I are on a team and when it's our draw step, we draw a card at the same time. And then we both move into our main phase and then we both do stuff in our main phase at the same time. Um, and then we attack the defending players on the defending team, uh, and they can block with their creatures, but, uh, but we attack and block as a team. Uh, and we share things like we share a life total, uh, but we don't share things like mana or For your deck or our decks. We have two separate decks. We have our own creatures. We have our own spells and lands. Uh, so some things are like playing an individual game of magic and some things are like playing a game where you're kind of partnered with somebody else to to kind of be the same entity, which is why it's called two headed giant. The idea is you have have two minds that are deciding what to do, but they're, they're attached to the same life total, the same body, if you will. Uh,
0: So this is, this is a crazy old variant. This is, I I, want to say that I remember two headed giant back in like 94, 95 timeframe. And it's, it's actually named after one of the cards from alpha, which is uh, the two headed giant of four eyes. Get it four eyes? Oh my
1: gosh! Is that actually how you pronounce that?
0: Yes, it is.
1: I I'm gonna confess that I had no idea until right now. Yeah. No joke. Yeah, that's 100 had no idea. That's
2: the whole. That's that's the, I, the joke. That's the I joke. get it now. That's the joke.
1: I just I just got that's the joked. Yes. Wow, <laughs> I had I had no so, idea.
0: So so two headed uh, two headed giant is you know it's it's a it's a thing that shows up on the L1 exam and yep. you get questions and, and I think it even shows up uh in some amount on the on the L2 and people ask you know I oh, I never I'm never going to use this why is this on here um mm-hmm. uh, and and the answer is it's actually really popular people uh,
1: love it yeah
0: it's 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 popular pre-releases um at side events at, at gps opens other large tournaments and what's great about it is you can you can pair um you know you can pair an experienced player with an inexperienced player you know couples you can bring your kid college buddies uh you can just sit down and play together with your friend it's one, one of the things that's you know, so popular right now with the, with the team GPs is the idea that you you come with friends, you play with friends all day and when you're done, they're done. And so it's, it's just wonderful, wonderfully pop, uh, wonderfully popular.
1: It's, it's, it gets around the problem that uh, I find people I have and other people I know have with, with magic. And I also see with movies where you go and you say, I'm going to hang out with my friends today and you roll in together and then you don't talk to each other for an hour because <laughs> because you're playing magic or you're watching a movie, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so it lets you do this thing and play the game and and while simultaneously getting to hang out with your friend or whoever you want to spend time with. And the the barrier to entry is 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 reasonably low because it's generally uh, limited. So you just get to build a sealed pool, hang out with your friends, and it's awesome. Yep.
0: So so what we're gonna do first is we're going to go over the rules for two-headed giant. And then we're going to talk about, uh, for how to run a two-headed giant tournament or, or things that are different about a two-headed giant tournament that, (laughs) that are different from a regular tournament. Uh, like what's unique about it. So, uh, for, for the actual rules themselves, um, let's, let's kind of start with, uh, you know, obviously the, 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 the first difference is you're on a team. You got another <laughs> you've person. Got,
1: you've got a team. Each team yeah. has two players. You're playing against what? another team of two players.
0: Okay, uh, so, but still, you've got your own deck. Now we're going to talk about deck construction and stuff like that in the in the tournament portion. So we're going to start here with you already have a deck. Whether it's const- whether you brought it uh, because you're playing two at a giant constructed or if it's sealed or draft, you you do have your deck. Um, the mulligan process is a little bit different. Um, uh, yeah, the mulligan,
2: in- I,
1: I actually, I didn't know this.
2: Okay. Uh, the reason that this is different and a lot of people get this wrong. A lot of people have a lot of judges even have said, oh, it's different mulligan rules because it's a multiplayer game. That's not true. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, that doesn't it's follow. different multiplayer or it's different uh, mulligan rules because they, the matches are best of one. M- oh, so mulligan? you're talking about you mean-
1: you're talking about the free mulligan to seven.
2: Yeah, is that not what we were talking about? N- yeah, we are talking about that. Why did
1: Oh no what I didn't know was that like you have to somebody has to decide and then you decide and then everyone mulligans at once. Oh
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you are you thinking sideboarding
2: instead of mulliganing
0: since it's only one match?
2: No, she's talking about the fact that, that everybody decides and then you mulligan all at the same time, which is technically true in two player magic yeah. as well, but players do it differently all the time.
1: It's just not it's just not functionally different.
2: Right. Right, right, right. And, and
0: so so just what is what is the you said that the mulliganing to
2: seven is because of the fact that the matches in Two Headed Giant are only one game. Any format where you have one game matches, you get a free mulligan. Right. But
1: oh, but people try to say, oh, you get a free mulligan because in multiplayer formats you get
0: yes, a free mulligan, which is well, hold on not now. True. What Hang on. Yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to poke at that a little bit. Yeah, sure. What what formats do you only play one game, uh, other than like the 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 weird casual stuff at like GPS, where you just play like one round and then go? Yeah, mostly those. And <laughs> they, do, they do they do the free mulligan there. Yeah, is that that's relatively a new thing? The free the the, the mulligan traditionally was because of multiplayer. So they did it in two a giant. They did it in commander. It was, it was specifically because of the multiplayer aspect. It wasn't, it wasn't the one, I don't think it was because of the one game thing. Like the people at, at GPs and stuff like that, that have done these, these scramble drafts or whatever, um, draft? might've adapted it. Turbo we'll have drafts. to look into that. Cause I don't turbo draft. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to disagree. Draft? I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that, but it doesn't,
1: I think from a philosophical standpoint, getting to, getting a free mulligan when you're only playing one game makes perfect sense. But
2: So,
0: so
1: what, what we're in um, a situation you to-
2: where Brian and I have different information about why this is the case, which I actually think is very interesting because that means that Brian and I have different versions of magic history in our head at this moment about this particular thing. Um, so we're going to have to hash this yeah. out probably later on and figure out, well, what actually yeah. happened here?
0: Episode 200... 200- B <laughs> is just gonna be us arguing. Um so so intuitive the, the first the first time you mulligan, you are gonna get you know to mulligan to seven cards. Now the the scrying, um you only get to scry if you have if your starting hand size or your your starting hand is less than the normal starting hand size. So if you mulligan to seven, you don't get to scry.
1: That would be pretty broken.
0: Right. Uh, so you have to actually scry to six or five or four or less. Yeah.
1: If, if you, it is, it is worded in that way to prevent you from just getting your, your mulligan to seven and then also scrying.
0: Um, and you, you've.
1: Oh, also really quick. It is not a, it is not like a shared free mulligan. You, you each player gets, gets the multi seven, not only the team. I have had people be confused about that before.
0: Right. and and once you once you decide to keep uh, you don't get to like if you if you keep your opening seven and your your teammate is like, oh, well, I'll mulligan and then they mulligan their other seven and then they're like, oh, well, I'm gonna mulligan and get into six you can't at that point go like, oh well, I'm gonna mulligan two now right. like, once you decide to keep you now one of the things you can do in two Agina is you can you can talk to your teammate you can you can show them your hand and be like, hey, would you keep this? And they go. call oh, no! You throw that back right now.
1: <laughs> right. Um, um, so who? If I if I'm on the play, uh, do I get? If I get to go first, do I get to, to draw a card on my first turn?
2: No, no you do not.
1: Dang! Yeah. But it's multiplayer.
0: It it is. However, you're you're you know it's it's still two teams. So if this is in in you know like four player commander free for all. Uh, the person that goes first gets to draw a card because the advantage of going first, uh, or the, the, the disadvantage of being down a card, uh, is, is pretty, is pretty significant in commander in, in two at a giant that, oh, if you both got to draw that first turn, that'd be brutal.
1: Pretty sick.
0: Yep. Uh, so you, you do not get to draw. Uh, your starting life total for the team is 30. So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more about how life is handled in into a giant, but you have a starting life total of 30. Um, now just earlier when we started, you were talking about, uh, uh, shared turns.
2: Uh, yeah. But before we want- get into that, I want to, uh, clarify that, that over the last couple of minutes I've, I've dug into the copper of rules. Um, and it does say that, uh, that, that all multiplayer variants have this free mulligan. Um, which is a little bit strong. I didn't realize it was just all of them. Just every multiplayer variant? Yeah, but uh, apparently multiplayer variants in general, it uh, rule 800.5 uh, says that in a multiplayer game, the first time a player takes a mulligan, they draw a new hand of as many cards as they had before. Subsequent hands were decreased by one card as normal. So uh, philosophically, I, I agree with Brogan uh, when she said that philosophically, it does fit for one game matches, but that is, clearly mm-hmm. not the reason that it has done it to headed a giant so i misspoke i was uh wrong and i don't know if somebody misinformed me and I, I took that along the way or if i just made up my own reason who knows but uh i mean it, it's a, it's a reason that makes sense um
1: right exactly
2: but uh yeah so that's that's a cool thing that i i now know about brawl um <laughs> that, so Nice. Uh, you were asking me a question about the shared team turns option, though. What, what yeah. were you going to say about it? Yeah.
0: So, so, so t- talk to us. Talk to us. About what, is, what does it mean to have a shared turn?
2: Uh, to me, to have a shared turn only means that uh, rather than me taking all of the steps of my turn and then my teammate taking all of the steps of their turn, uh, our steps occur concurrently like at the same time. So my upkeep and my teammates upkeep are, in fact, the same step. And my, atta- my declare attacker step is the same step as theirs. So the, the turn-based action of declaring attackers in the declare attacker step requires both my teammate and I to declare attackers at the same time. It's just that all of our steps happen at once or rather yep. not all of them at once, but you know what I mean? So, right. So, so
1: together with each other. Yeah. Right. With your team. Yeah, we are, By we,
2: our are powers we are, we are a step with each other is what's happening.
0: Yeah. So so teams teams have priority, right? Not players per se. So what happens is is let's say that both both uh, both players have something that says you know at the beginning of your upkeep do X. There's a there's a trigger. So what and we're hap- both
1: putting triggers on the stack, stack both,
0: simultaneously. Right. We we don't we don't actually put the triggers on this the the stack. We as a team decide the order in which they're going to go on the stack. Huh. Hey. That's cool. Uh, that's, that's why I've got, I've got it here. So there isn't an, uh, uh, you know, and if there's things that trigger, you know, when creatures die or something like that, you don't actually use app nap. You use at nat at active team, active non-active team, team. active team, non-active team. And when the, the, so the active team puts all their triggers on the stack and they can put them in, in any order they want. And then the non-active team puts all their triggers on the stack.
2: That's really cool. In any
0: order that they want. Um so the Atnat is also an Imperial transport in the new solo movie. Spoilers.
1: I really We're want, unfriended I, now. I want that to be <laughs> I really <laughs> want that to be the entire reason we did this episode is because you thought of that joke and you you stewed on it and you stewed on it and you thought you calculated how to fit that into into a show.
0: As, well when I when I wrote AtNat down, I just immediately thought of the <laughs> ATATs. That like, thought
1: just flowed right. forth from your brain.
0: Uh, OK, so so here's here's a brief aside. I actually went to go see the solo movie last night because I wrote that joke um, Really, in, in the show notes. I was writing the show notes. I made that joke. I was like, I looked at the clock. And I said, hey, I've got enough time. And I looked at the I looked at the show times for the movie theater. And I was like, if I leave right now, I can go see the movie. So I went to go go see the movie, then came back and finished the notes.
1: Wait, so you wrote that, said, man, I really want to watch this this Star Wars movie, went to see Star Wars and then came back? Yeah. So you're saying that what we need to do is, well, we're going to call it good for this episode. Uh, We'll come back next week after we
2: go see Star Wars. I have a bad feeling about this. No, <laughs> no, he has a good feeling about this
0: because it's before he's all, all right. he's all cynical. OK, so we've got um, our at nets. Right. And and that's that's actually a, a, a common theme is when uh, both players on a team are supposed to do something like declare attackers. You know, they can they kind of decide uh, what, a, you know, uh, you know, it's a
1: simultaneous thing.
0: It. Yeah. And uh or or if it's two things that have to be discreet, well, you just decide you know who's gonna who's gonna do what like if uh there's an effect that instructs you to like every uh, every person draw a card or you draw for turn well you decide well who's who's gonna draw the first card who's gonna draw the second card and then you do it pretty pretty straightforward there um one one neat thing that we get asked is if an effect gives a player an extra turn uh who who gets it is it so if I play a card um if if me and and Bitty Kitty, as a callback to the to the, the last two headed giant <laughs> episode, um are play are on a team and I play a card that says I get an extra turn after this one, um so that our turn ends, is it just me playing by myself for one turn or what? Or is
1: that that'd be weird, but no.
0: No. Well that's good that it's not weird then.
1: <laughs> yeah. So right. you if 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 oh. One of you gets to take an extra turn. You get to take your turn together.
0: Yes. So, the 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 effects that give extra turns are extra powerful. Oh yeah.
1: Because you get two two players worth of turn value.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You get two time
0: walks. Basically, two ta- two time walks for the price of one. I like it. That's value right there.
1: Um. All right. So, uh, if we do all those things together, do we take damage together?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so individuals... Sort, well, sort, <laughs> sort of, of. Sort of. So so individuals take damage. Okay, so if you... Um, if Jess and Brogan are on a team and I lightning bolt Brogan, um, then Brogan... I still
1: got lightning bolted.
0: You still got lightning. Brogan still got lightning bolted. She's going to take the three damage, but it's going to apply to the team's total. So they're going to drop from 30 to 27. Um, and if Jess has a card that says... Whenever, whenever you take damage, uh, you know, put a counter on it or something like that. Jess didn't actually take damage. His life total dropped, but he didn't take damage. Now, this also says effects that refer to you mean you, not your teammate.
1: So re- relative to right. similar to what we just talked about. Right. If I have something that says whenever you draw a card uh, and Jess draws a card. I don't get the thing because I'm not the one who drew a card, even though we're a team. If I have something that says, whenever a creature you control dies and Jess's creature dies and he's my teammate, again, that still doesn't count because it's not my creature.
0: Um, Right. So this is, this is the head part of the two heads. Okay. You are still you.
1: We have our own individual thoughts and things.
0: Yeah. I think therefore I am and all that. Mostly, um, sure. Yeah. So um, now this this was this was something that uh, uh, so losing losing the game. So if you've got zero life, if your team is reduced to zero life, okay, sure. Um, the poison counters. Uh, if you get fifteen poison counters, you're, you're you're toast as a team. Now this is this is something we 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 get this question occasionally. Uh, yeah from from sometimes from players that that think they found a loophole. So if I'm playing two-headed <laughs> giant and then one of the players has to leave. Uh I can still keep playing uh as just me, right? No. No.
1: What? People ask this all the time.
0: Right. I I don't know if they think they're just being clever or or they think, "Well, I'm still here, so we can keep going, right?" I I don't know which it is, but
2: they just really want to play archeenemy. <laughs>
0: Something else going back in the way, way back machine, uh the two-headed giant life total used to be forty. Oh wow. Oh. Uh but they changed it they changed it to thirty because aggro decks couldn't were not viable at all. Right. They yeah, couldn't that they makes couldn't sense. do it. So it, it was a true two headed giant. You're adding your two life totals together. Wow. Um but yeah, so that's that's been a, a, a thing. Um also going way way back, uh, wasn't there a two at a giant Pro Tour?
2: Yes, there was. No. Way. Yes, there was. It's uh There was. Uh people used to make fun of LSV because it was the only one he top aided for a long time. Or the only one he won for a long time. They're like, you could only win a Pro Tour if you're you're half of a two at a Giant team.
1: <laughs> I think
2: still he hasn't won a Pro Tour. Like he's top aided Pro Tours for sure. And he's just like he crushed Pro Tour San Diego back in the day, just like 15 0. But like yeah, there was a Two-Headed Giant. It was a Pro Tour in, I think it was Berlin. Uh, yeah. yeah. This two, wow. Two-Headed Giant used to be a competitive format.
1: I hate that. <laughs> like, I, the idea of Two-Headed Giant Pro Tour is amusing to me. The idea of Two-Headed Giant Grand Prix is repulsive to me.
2: Yeah, or like 2HGPTQ.
1: Yeah, two, that was where I immediately went was 2HGPTQ. Two, oh, oh, that's what i was. <laughs> Truly, truly despicable.
0: So, so I got to I got to work a CompRel uh a two-headed giant event at the first modern Pro Tour. It was the last Pro Tour that that was open, like that they had sides for. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, I want to say an eighty-team two-headed giant event, but since the prize was like uncut sheets. They decided to make it comprel. Oh no! Uh, because the the prizes were significant, which required deck lists, and it was it was painful. Uh, yeah,
1: I believe it.
0: Combined with the fact that uh, uh, whatever they were using for their scorekeeping at the time ate that event and two others, and so they had to rebuild all three events simultaneously. And there was oh, like a there was no. like a two hour delay because the two at a giant event was the smaller of the three. So it got done last. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. And by wonderful, I mean, I never want to do that again. Um, all right. So, uh, so let's, let's talk about life because life is kind of handled a little differently when you got a shared life total, right? Um, so, uh, if an effect needs to know, uh, what a player's life total is, you use the team's total. So, you know, if you need to know, like if you have more than, you know 30 life you win the game or if you have more than 40 life you win the game it's going to ask hey what's what's your total
1: it's it's interesting to me that this is a thing that needs to be clarified because it's one of those things that makes perfect sense and is very intuitive until it isn't
2: what do you mean by until it isn't
1: until players are like but why until somebody finds a way to to like well, I didn't gain this, and this isn't my life total. This is our life It's it's difficult. It's it's easy until someone tries to make it difficult, and it's very hard to explain. Well,
0: so, so the rules that used sense? to be the rules used to be whenever whenever the game an effect needed to know your life total, it was half of the team's total. Really? Yes, and Interesting. It, was, it was super obnoxious, and I guess they figured out like that it just kind of wasn't worth wasn't worth the hassle. Now, it's just if an effect sets um uh sets each player's uh uh if an effect sets each player's life total life to a total, the team just picks which team member will be affected. So, that if it's makes like, sense. Right. So, so if it's everybody's life total becomes 20, you know, then you, it's just you pick which one of you and it's like, "Yeah, you're the one. You gain or lose the life necessary for the team's total to become 20."
1: That way, you can either get around or Activate any yeah. sick abilities you may have.
0: Yeah, and I actually I'm wondering if it's because two at a giant became pretty much just a a regular rel thing as opposed to something that can be competitive. If they were able to loosen up some of these rules, I wonder if like there's some stuff that was would have been broken otherwise.
1: Maybe like I'm trying to think of what that would be, but 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 uh, uh, yeah. you can't s- exchange life totals with your teammates.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be awful. Uh, so this, th- this this life total thing you were talking about does lend itself to some wacky effects, um, because stuff that, that does things to a life total, to all opponents' life totals, will, will affect them in awkward ways. That's so, true. Uh, so, for example, there's a card from, uh, I think it's Rivals of Ixalan, that ma- makes each opponent lose one third of their life.
1: Yeah. Uh, um,
2: that functioned more intuitively under the old rule, but it's it, it currently is in a situation where because each opponent loses one third of their life, the team loses one third and then they lose one third again. Yep. Yep.
0: So it's, so I'm at, I'm at 30 or Jess is at 30 broken's at 30. So they're each going to lose 10, which effectively drops you from 30 to 10, you know, 30 minus 10 right. minus 10. Yeah. So that, that's really crazy. Powerful.
2: Right. Um, so that's that's the problem with it is that there are some broken effects that that affect all opponents in, in 2HG. Uh, but I don't think that's a big enough problem if it's only a regular rules enforcement level format. If it's an FNM format or pre-release format, that's not that's not the, the real problem. Uh,
1: OK, I understand. So it's it's yeah. it's not a matter of it's hard to enforce. It's just a matter of it feels bad if it's if you're losing a competitive game in that way.
0: Well, I I think I think competitively, like players would drive, especially in a const- in a constructed format, you would just drive yourself to playing those kind of decks.
1: Yeah, stuff that says each opponent in every right. at every possible opportunity.
0: Right. right, but it's just hypothesizing. Yeah. Um, so you said you can't exchange life totals with a teammate. Um, another thing that was, if an effect has you redistribute life totals amongst players, this this was a, another word that a rule that was worded kind of weird, but. If an effect has you redistribute life total amongst any number of players, no more than one member of each team can be affected by this.
1: So, if it's like so and so swaps with so and so, you can't swap m- me and my teammate. And then you, I, I'm just trying to think of where this is functionally
0: right. right. So, so like let's let's say in a in a situation where. um We've got uh, you know, the 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 four players, mm-hmm. um, you you and Jess and then me and Biddy Kitty. Um then if I'm if I'm picking to to redistribute the life totals and I want to read I want your life total to swap with me and then Biddy Kitty's life total to swap with Jess.
1: Ah, uh, I understand.
0: Okay. Then it's gonna <laughs> say like n- no. Or that's that's redistributing. Got um it. Uh, also, uh, now, now this was kind of cool. If an effect says a player can't gain life, the team can't gain life. So, so, and then, and then, if an effect says a player can't lose life, the team can't lose life.
2: Right? Because Either. any damage or whatever that would be dealt to a player causes the team to lose life because the team shares a life total. Right.
1: So, so, even though I can technically be dealt. Can, 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 even though I can technically lose life at the time when we would go and lose that life, it's like, "Mm, but Jess can't do that.
0: Yep. That makes sense. Uh, Let's see here. Poison counters. uh, If a player gets poison counters, it's added to the team's total. Pretty intuitive there. If a player loses poison counters, it's subtracted from the team's total. And then just like with life, uh, if an effect says a team member can't gain poison counters, uh, on that team, none of, n- neither player on that team can gain poison counters. Cool. Yay, malira. I don't need them. All right. So now this is something that that has changed since uh, last time combat. Uh, I think it's gotten a lot simpler.
1: Yeah when, when we before we started the show, I was like, so what has actually changed? And this was one of the f- only things that has.
2: Combat has changed uh, a little bit. But, but not very much. So we're going to just go over, go over combat as a whole before we talk about what changed specifically. Sure. Okay, so in a two-headed giant game, during the combat phase, each active... Uh, sorry, the active team is the attacking team and, and the non-active team is the defending team and the defending players for any cards that care about defending players. Uh, and the active team declares their attackers... And then they announce which player or planeswalker that those creatures are attacking. Um, And this is the change from before you, you have to declare which player or planeswalker you're attacking at the time that you attack. Um, Now you're not just attacking the team, right? Yeah. You're not just attacking the opposing team. You're attacking one of the players or planeswalkers. Um, Now, if something references an attacking player, it doesn't refer to the team. It refers to the specific player. Um, if that ability is on a blocking creature or a spell that refers to both a blocking creature and an, attack, and an attacking player, the attacking player is the controller of the attacking creature. Uh, so if there are multiple attacking players it could be chosen, the controller of the spell or ability chooses one. So basically the situation is if it's not obvious which one is the attacking player, usually that means that the controller of the spell or ability that you're dealing with gets to choose which one they want. Let's see what after attacking uh, creatures controlled by the defending players can block creatures attacking any player or planeswalker on that team. Now, this the first time you play two headed a giant can be a little unintuitive. So yep. when the person diagonally from you attacks, you can block their creatures. And, and that's and weird.
1: Even even if even if Brian says I'm attacking Jess, I can still
2: block.
0: Yes. Yeah. Brogan can throw her creatures yep. in the way. Yes. Um,
2: um, and uh, any, ref- any rule that d- refers to a defending player refers to that specific defending player. This is actually really cleaned up from how it used to be, because there used to be these weird caveats for, for what circumstances it meant the team and what circumstances it meant a player. Now it's just a- any rule that, that refers to the defending player uh, refers to the specific one because we're attacking a specific defending player. And I imagine uh, that
1: that's why they why this change was made in having to
2: choose a person to attack. Uh, it might. It's probably why the change was made. The timing on the change, I think, is just when they changed how planeswalkers work. This just kind of fell along with it. I think. Right. But uh, what happens in a situation where uh, because we make decisions as a team, right? What happens in a situation where you know, Brian is attacking me with his creature, and I think that broken should block with her tutu creature and <laughs> she doesn't think that she should block with her tutu creature. She, she don't, don't. want to. She's like, right, my creature's going to die. Uh, we could, we could, we could take the life and, and I'm just. Well, well,
0: realistically, uh, whoever's right is the one that gets to make the decision. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Brian, I, I like what you did there. Uh, wh- the correct answer is which one of us is sitting on the right side.
0: Right. That's what I said. Right. The 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 player that's right gets to decide. <laughs>
1: but 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 but
2: what? who's right though? Well, oh, the person that's sitting in the rightmost seat. Now that's a weird phrasing. It's not just the player on the right. It's the rightmost player, and there's a reason for that phrasing, and that's because three-headed giant is a thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, so if if I if I. Get a better than one, and we we acquire a third teammate.
2: Ugh. That's I suppose that's possible, but um in in actuality, the shared teams turn option, all of the two-headed giant rules can actually be applied to three, four, or five-headed giant if you decided you wanted to play a game like that. Yes, the wonderful nine-headed giant,
0: <laughs> where 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 one turn takes a half an hour. <laughs>
1: So basically, that person has sort of the final say when we can't
2: agree right. amongst amongst heads. That's correct. So, so in that case, if I'm sitting on the right uh, and you and I can't agree, I could just be like, "Nope, it's going there. It's going to block." And if I'm sitting on the left, then I have to have to just go with whatever you want to do.
0: Now, now something that's that's kind of funny about this is, uh, so it's the rightmost player. However, you don't have assigned seats. Okay, so it's it's the next the next, you know, the next game that you play, which is the next round. You could if you were in the leftmost seat, you can just kind of hurry on and get in that rightmost seat. And you're like, well, I'm in the driver's seat now.
1: If you're about if you're upset at someone usurping your decisions, you can you can now put yourself in that place.
0: Right now, what you can't do is when they get up to go to the bathroom, move (laughs) all their stuff. To the leftmost seat, and you get in the rightmost because you still can't actually, you know, like tap their cards and draw for them and stuff like that. (laughs) So you can't, you know, you you can't do that. You can't send them to the, you know,
2: or hey, go buy me a soda and then then shift everything.
1: Then
2: move all their stuff. You know, Brian, there isn't a rule that says I have to be sitting directly in front of my cards.
1: (laughs) <laughs> no,
2: so oh, I don't see why I can't switch seats with them. We've got we've in, got in, a rule that
0: says uh, your creatures have to be in front of your lands, but we don't have a rule that says <laughs> you have to. Your creatures have I, to
1: be in front I, of you. you.
0: Okay, so realistically, <laughs> the first time on a coverage match, someone decides they want to sit like two feet over to the left.
1: <laughs> you realize you're creating will, some evil right now,
0: right? There, there will be a rule
2: in. Like the next MTR.
1: Absolutely. All right.
2: <laughs> so so this rightmost player thing, honestly, this comes up hypothetically every time I hear people talk about two HG rules, but I've never seen it actually come up. I haven't either. I, no. If you're playing with somebody, it's very rare that you can't come to a conclusion where one of you says, Okay, if you're sure, we'll do that. Like right. mm-hmm. it usually never comes down to, well, I'm in the right hand seat.
1: Yeah, I've never seen it. this happen and, ever. And
0: this this strikes me as another holdover from from a the fact that you just have to have somebody, right? But also when this was a a competitive format where dollars were yeah. on the line.
2: So, like that's it's just a holdover. It, it I've never seen it come up, but I I guess you're right. If if somebody decided they wanted to have a, you know, a $10,000 two-headed giant tournament, this would probably start coming up a oh, lot yeah. in a hurry. There
1: were there were people would things would get a little bit more contentious.
2: All right. So, what you know, that's that's combat. That's combat. It's actually pretty straightforward for 2HG, I think. Um, what's weird about tournaments? Tell us, let's talk about running uh, a tournament. They're,
0: they're really weird. Um, <laughs> so, so like, like we said, unlike unlike team GPs, it typically doesn't matter, uh, where, where your team sits with respect to, you know, which, which is the right most and then which is the leftmost player.
1: And I, again, like we said, I imagine that if, if this, were run competitively. This might come up more often is like, Oh, I need to sit in. I always need to sit in this seat.
0: Yeah. It, it would probably be, if this was a, a competitive tournament, it would probably be locked down a little bit yep. more, but um, so one other thing. Uh, so here, here's an interesting thing. Uh Two headed giant turns take a lot longer. They take a long time. They, they do. So you only play one game per match uh-huh. because that's all you really
2: probably can do. Yeah, they take forever because you're talking about every single decision, and every more players thing. are involved
0: right it 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 is It does actually convey the feeling of like the two heads just arguing mm-hmm. a lot absolutely it's it's very flavorful in that regard because because and and you don't want to give anything away. So there's a whole lot of, oh, and then you can uh-huh, and and I'll do uh-huh. And there's a
1: lot of pointing and tapping right. on your cards.
0: A lot of pointing and then sometimes you'll try and bluff and the other person won't realize that's what you're trying to do. So you'll point to your land and be like, and then I can kill it with this. And they'll be like,
2: you know, it's like, <laughs> uh. I'll, how are you gonna do that? How are you <laughs> gonna do that? <it?
1: laughs> how does that yeah. work? Do you have
2: something that lets, them th- lets you throw lands at creatures? Like,
1: <laughs> right. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and again, because because the turns are t- take so long, uh, when you call for time, instead of there being five additional turns to complete your match, there are three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think people, I think this is something people forget until they're wrong the first time, and then you never forget.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, cause it, it they, oh, it, cause costs, it takes forever. Right. You, you get punished if you forget. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you can, since, you know, this is a, this is a format with, with teams, you can show your hand and you can, you know, if you're going to, you can discuss mulligans or scrying or, or you can just, you know, discuss how you're going to do combat or when you're going to do tricks or all sorts of things. I mean, you can, you can sit there and, and talk.
1: You still have a limited time in which to complete your match and, People can still tell you that you need to play faster, right? But it is going to just take
0: longer. Yeah. Now, what, since these are all one game, um, you typically, uh, or, or in constructed two-headed giant, uh, you don't have a sideboard because since you're only playing one game, what are you? But my do?
1: wishes. Oh uh. no.
0: Sorry, wishes.
1: But I can. I still can. I still swap, uh, like cards out of my deck between rounds in two-headed
0: giant. Um, if it is uh, a limited, cool. So, um, rad. Now, in a, in constructed, there is actually a card that is banned in constructed two-headed giant.
1: Excuse me, while I go look this card up to know why it's banned. What? What? Uh, part,
2: what, what are you? What are
0: you even talking about? But there is a there is a card that is banned in constructed two-headed giant which comes up exactly never um it's a flip card from kamigawa uh from oh. i think saviors Saviors, uh, of yes from
1: saviors uh huh.
0: yes all right i love the, this card it is uh well, well bergen did you look it up
1: i did look it up
0: okay do you want to read it
1: i will read it so it is Arayo soratami ascendant uh <laughs> It is it is a 1-1 one, one Legendary Creature Moonfolk Monk uh, for one in blue. That's a lot uh, of
0: O's. <laughs> <in this laughs> there are time. a
1: lot of O's and M's and K's. Um, it has flying, and whenever the fourth spell of a turn is cast, you flip it. And this is not a double face card. This is a literal flip card. You flip it upside down. Uh, and uh, Arayo's Essence... Is an enchant a legendary enchantment that says whenever an opponent casts their first spell each turn, counter that spell. That gross. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. That's that that kinda has a tendency to shut a team down. Yeah, and so it, do it.
2: it flips a whole lot faster. It mm-hmm. does. Because mm-hmm. you just like you just like you, you play a a Ryo and then another spell and your teammate casts two spells and it's it's flipped. You're done. That's it. Did it?
1: Yeah, that's that 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 makes sense to me cool
0: um all right so so that's kind of about all there is really with constructed to it a giant uh there's you probably got the unified was it the unified rules uh where if they 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 use a card then you can't use it in your deck and
1: it's and it used to be if i played two you could play two but that is now no longer the case
0: yeah yeah, and and that's really con- constructed two-headed giant isn't much of a thing in tournaments. Uh, I and mean, it's most it's mostly a casual thing that you you play with buddies at a at the kitchen table. Uh, predominantly, though, if you're playing two-headed giant, it's going to be sealed or draft. Because it's great because you can just show up. You can just you know you're you're at a tournament with somebody and you can be like, hey, let's play two headed giant. Nobody's got a two headed giant deck sitting around, so you just go (laughs) get some get some packs and build one.
1: So yeah, generally generally two headed giant sealed is eight packs total for the whole team. However, uh, at at a pre release, uh, there might be uh, they might have pre made pre release kits that are that are that have six packs and so you might just get two of those so make sure you know how many packs you're you're building your sealed pool out of before you start opening packs um and you have 60 minutes to build two decks Um,
0: unless it's that that first weekend that the sets out and then you get the extra 15 that's so many minutes it is so many minutes i don't think i've ever worked a two-headed giant Sealed event where they've needed the whole sixty minutes or the whole seventy five.
1: I don't think I have either.
0: So, so for sealed, you you know you've got the eight packs or the twelve packs, the sixty minutes for deck construction. Now, two headed giant drafts. So, since Battle Bonds coming out, that this is probably going to be a thing that's drafted. Yes. Uh, um, it, so how does how does draft work?
2: Well, it depends whether or not it's Battle Bond. First of all, uh, because the number of packs is different for Battle Bond. Oh, is it? I believe so. Now I gotta go double check. You got me questioning myself. Hold on.
1: Uh, Two-headed giant draft is a format that every time, every single time it uh, comes up, I look at whoever's sitting next to me and I say, "How does two-headed giant draft work again?" They tell me. I say, "Aha, right." And then I forget because it because it has never I've never ever ever uh, interacted with two-headed giant draft.
0: So, so Jess, how's it? Okay. So I'll, I guess while well, Jess is looking that up, I'll, I'll, I'll explain how a non Battle Bond draft works and then we'll, we'll fill in if, if Battle Bond behaves differently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's in like a normal draft, you draft three packs in Battle Bond. You're going to be, dra- or sorry, not in Battle Bond. In two at a giant, you're going to be drafting six packs. Um, you are going to be sitting with your teammate. You know, you sit next to each other and for each pack, you're going to be picking, uh, uh, two cards per pack. Uh, and you're going to be, you're going to be putting them in one or two piles in front of you. Okay. Um, and then you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, the picks are assigned are not assigned to a player. Okay. So it's not like I'll take this card and you take this card. You're actually, you get one collective pool, you get one collective pool. And then what's going to happen is, is you're going to turn that pool into two decks. Um, and then you pass the packs to the left, to the right, to the left, and to the right, the left and the right and the left and the right and the left and the right until you get through the six packs, whichever happens. Um, so, so
1: the, the thing that I always get that I never remember is I've, for, my brain wants me to, 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 to be looking at two packs at the same time. And I know that that's not right, but there's something psychologically satisfying about the idea of, of holding two packs simultaneously and, and picking from that. <laughs> but no, you're literally just drafting a, a pack Six packs consecutively.
0: So, so this is a thing I've, I've never actually done two at a giant draft. And so do you, when you do the draft, uh, and this, this is a legitimate question because I don't know, so suggest if, if, you know, jump, jump in, do you draft eight people sitting at the table? So four teams at the table or do you draft with eight teams at the table? It is four teams
2: at the table, four teams at the table, drafting six total packs, uh, each. So, what, yeah, you know, whatever number of packs you have, it's it's no no no, it's it, per team.
1: So it's the same number of packs.
2: Yeah as oh, a normal yeah. Right, 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 right. There so, you go. Like okay. my three packs and your three packs combine make their the powers okay. to make okay. six Voltron packs <laughs> uh and and we look at them together. So okay. we're not looking at twelve packs total. Right. Okay. Um
0: some brain fart there. So yeah, so you need at least four teams to have a sanctioned tournament regardless of whether it's constructed uh constructed sealed or draft. You got to have at least four teams, so total of eight players. Um and uh never ever ever run these at Comprel. You insane. Um
1: Yeah, no thank well, f- you.
0: Yeah. Because for first off, I I don't know if people are 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 capable of getting the deck lists correct for two at a giant. It's so different from anything you're used to.
1: Oh yeah, it, it nothing.
0: Just just don't do it. Just don't. Just please. just say no. Um. So one of one of the cool things. So so we haven't talked a whole lot about Battle Bond, but one of the one of the cool things that they that they've done, uh, in Battle Bond that they figured out how to do is there's these, there's this mechanic called Partner that we'll talk about where it's basically Card A partners with Card B. And they they've announced that card A and card B will both be in the same pack together. So that means, since for draft, um, for
1: two headed giant, or draft.
0: sealed, or two at a giant, just two at a giant, you will uh, both both of you will be able to play with those partner cards. Um, it's it's really really nice. It's 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 a cool uh, techn- technological advancement and. I'm excited about the ramifications that it means that checklist cards might start coming in the same pack with any double face cards in future sets.
1: Yeah, that so is imagine. that is high priority technology. Yeah,
0: Yes, I I am absolutely thrilled at the that I no longer am going to have to answer, you know, the response to do you have any checklist cards? The answer is not going to be, well, there's a vendor over there, right? It's just it's in well, your pack. Wait, it's in your pack. Um,
2: exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so to jump back to the number of packs real quick, I found the article I was I was looking at that mentioned number of packs. Uh so first of all, the uh the, the, the article is unfortunately ambiguous. Uh it says normally in a Giant you use five packs per team to draft, which is I don't believe true. I'm pretty sure it's six. Uh and the MTR says six. Yeah. Okay, so uh and anyway Uh, then it says that they're going to require or that they're going to use fewer packs. Oh, fewer. Uh, Oh, found it. Here it is. We recommend four per team per draft specifically for battle bond. This is not a change for any other set for two at a giant draft. It's because they have, they've designed battle bond to have higher power level commons and uncommons and more artifacts to make drafting it easier. Uh, they, they want it to be four packs per team. Uh, and that, that's also to make the format more accessible and make the draft take less time.
0: You know, you know, I have I did see an article where they had made or sorry, it was on Twitter where they'd said that they'd increased the power level of the the commons and uncommons. Like they, they'd uh-huh. reduce the number of of
2: questionably playable cards.
0: Yes. So. And this is why. Questionably playable. Uh, and so it's
2: so it's yeah. for if you're doing BattleBond, uh, it's and I am look, looking forward to BattleBond personally. Uh, it's four per team per draft and six per team per sealed number of booster packs. Red. Okay. All right. Sorry to derail that. I know that they changed it and I had to go find it. Uh, cool. It's good to, good to know that they
0: put this information out where people can get it easy.
2: Yeah. I mean, it took a Google search and I only had to click like four links. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how user friendly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so so let's let's talk about just some some two-headed giant mechanics in general, uh, and then we can we can talk about the specific uh uh the specific uh, uh ones for battle bond because there's not that many uh, okay. uh for for battle bond. Um, so uh, one thing that's not an actual mechanic that I I wanted to call attention to was there's some spells and effect there's some effects that say that refer to during each upkeep. Versus during each player's upkeep, um, or you know, uh, during each player's end step, or during each end step. Mm-hmm. So, so if it says during each upkeep on a turn, there's only one upkeep. But if a spell says during each player's upkeep, well, there's two players. There are two. There's two players. Right. Upkeep. Players
1: having that upkeep so, simultaneously.
0: Right. So things that say you know that says during each upkeep uh th- those are only going to trigger once this is so during like
2: each- uh i think verdant force says beginning of each up- upkeep right yeah, uh, yes it sacraling? does
1: i learned this last night playing brawl i was not the <laughs> one really playing good. verdant force here so
2: uh it's still very good uh but yeah so in that case you only get one per turn because it's each upkeep uh right but havoc festival which says at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player loses half of his or her life rounded up, just kills you.
1: (laughs) Just just kills you.
2: Great. Because each player, uh, each player has an upkeep, even though it's the same upkeep, each player will have that trigger basically, and they'll lose half their life.
1: Then lose half their life Uh, again.
2: Well, actually it doesn't, it doesn't quite kill you because they are two separate triggers. Um, that they'll go on the stack, so you'll actually lose half and then half again. You'll be at a quarter of your life, but you're basically...
1: <laughs> Alright, so those are distinct. Pay attention to those. To t- t- <laughs> t- They might matter a whole lot.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, so, what is this? Uh, oh, I see. Attach. Yeah. So, Brian had had listed attach as something we should talk about, and I'm like, what's the attach mechanic? I don't know what attaching things is. <laughs> um, so, you cannot attach uh, equipment uh, to teammates creatures unless it says that it can be equipped to something that you don't control. Yeah. Uh, similarly, you c- you cannot uh, play dark steel garrison and-, and fortify your teammates lands. Oh, oh boy! Uh, but you can uh, uh, enchant your teammates permanents with auras, assuming that the target is otherwise legal. Yeah.
0: Um, so you can you can. Proliferate. Um, so, proliferate is an ability that says uh, 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 you can choose any number of permanents and/or players that have a counter, and then give each exactly one additional counter of a of a of any kind that permanent or player already has. So, you can proliferate and give you and your teammate both an energy counter if you already Heck have
1: yeah.
0: one. Uh, you, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, you can't do that with poison though. Because your um, team has it, right? It it specifically it specifically says in there that if if you're trying uh for for this type of purpose uh there's there's an actual specific rule for proliferate that calls out two headed giant and poison counters uh dot um, c it just basically says hey hey if you try and proliferate poison nah. <laughs> n- uh. You can give, you can give the team, like if they already have a poison counter, you can give them mm-hmm. plus one, but you oh. can't be like, ah, you both have poison. So I'm going to mm. give you one and you one. You don't get to, you don't get to basically double, double ding them.
1: If you have a creature with hexproof your teammate can still target your creatures.
0: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, now here, 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 here's a mechanic. This next, this next one was I read it and I was like, oh, this is lulls. Um, So this is – there's an ability called Myriad that is only in one of the commander products. (laughs) But it it says whenever this creature attacks, for each opponent other than the defending player, you may create a token of this – that's a copy of this creature that's tapped and attacking that player or planeswalker they control. If one or more tokens are created this way, exile the token. So if you have a creature with Myriad and you attack or or I attack Jess – I get a copy that's no, attacking Brogan,
1: but not one that's attacking your teammate, yes,
0: your own teammate, but n bright, but not one that's attacking my teammate because because every every other player that's each opponent other than the defending player, and since we're deciding who the defending player is, womp, womp, when when so we sad. declare them as attackers,, uh, yes.
1: but I like that that's cute, um. I also like that you apparently got excited reading this. Like, haha, I found the, the I cracked the code.
0: I did. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to build my commander two-headed giant myriad I like it. deck plain Chase Arch <laughs> All formats Argenemy. all the time. Yes, well, all formats all to talk about something that's actually
1: time. relevant currently or recently, not currently exactly, but recently, uh, Ascend uh, for the purpose of having permanence. For for the city's blessing and ascending, uh, you means you. So if I have seven permanents and Jess has six permanents, I I still only have seven permanents. Wait, that's Sad good for day.
2: me.
0: That's good it's for true. me because I'm y'all's opponent. Me and, <laughs> me and me and Bitty Kitty. Uh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> now we're actually into mechanics that are in Battle Bond. All right.
2: Well, what's in Battle <laughs> Bond? Cool stuff, to uh, be honest. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: Pretty rad stuff.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, f- the first thing, I think the thing that's that's interesting is we have partner, which we've seen partner before in terms of mm-hmm. commanders, right? Yes. Uh, so partner, in this case, partner has been kind of extended to have partner with, where you partner with a specific and other It tells card. you what that card is. Uh, and that tells you what that card is. And so they've changed it so that if you partner with something, first of all, uh, those things can be your commander together, but only together. So you can have a pair, a pair of commanders. So you can have a pair of commanders. Cool. Uh, and and cool. when you see the two, it's obvious, right, which one's which. Um, but uh, you, to be clear, your deck has the color identity of both cards. If one of them is red and one of them is blue, you have a red and blue deck. Uh, but in the terms of two-headed giant, what well, all partner with does is let you or your teammate or your opponent, if you, so choose. if you want, search their deck for for the other card. So if I have, so if so if you have, so if 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 the card Jess Dunks has partner with Broken King, and somebody casts Jess Dunks, then then target player gets to search their library for Broken King and put her into play,
1: or put put her into her into their hand.
2: Oh, it's into their hand. I'm sorry. Yeah, not into play. That, that would be, be real good. Powerful. Putting broken king into play is insanely it's, powerful. It's pretty so OP. we don't want to do that.
1: It's pretty broken. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty broken. You might say.
2: Oh, oh, that combo is super broken.
1: I hate. Um, it's a low hanging fruit, you know. Like that joke. <laughs> I've I've pe- had that joke made at me my entire life. So I've ha- I have to own it. At any rate, yeah, partner is really cool. <laughs> right.
0: So, so this is this is cool with the fact that that the partner cards. They've said that the partner cards are gonna. You're always gonna get the pair in each pack. So you will you will have an opportunity to if you get a a partner with just dunks, uh, or if you're broke if you get a broken king, you will also be getting a just dunks in a pack.
2: Right. It's, and if you <laughs> get a foil broken king, and if you get a Brian prilliman, you'll also get a pity kitty. It's true. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Brian, what were you saying about foils?
2: Um, if
0: you get a foil Brogan King, you also get a foil Just uh, See that we-
1: that I like a lot is 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 not only are they putting them together, it's if you get a foil of one, the other one is also
0: foil. No, I'm just I'm just being a little greedy here. Do the do those foils replace commons? Like, can I still get?
2: Can, oh, I believe that's supposed to do what they I do. get. Yeah, Can like I get the insane
0: pack where I get I get. I get a foil, two foil partner withs, and then two non-foil uh, rare partner withs. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I to have,
1: no. <laughs> I like that this is this is the direction you're going. Uh,
0: I I want four rares in my pack, please. <laughs> he wants to he wants to roll in some villainous yes, wealth. Yes, right I there. am. This is this is my real imaginary friend here, not toothy. I not like, toothy imaginary friend. <laughs> my real imaginary friend is four foil, four rares in a pack.
1: That's your um, that's your two headed giant partner right. as well. Yeah.
0: Yes. It's just four four rares per pack. Um,
2: uh, so there's another uh, there's another mechanic in Battle Bond that lets players help each other in this way. This first one lets them search for cards, but the the other one is called assist, um, and that's that's uh, that's when somebody else helps you get the ball in the basket. <laughs> It's an assist,
1: and it's mechanically uh, yes. currently kind of confusing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they haven't released the formal, comprehensive rules for these abilities yet. So we're kind of inferring off of uh, a rather colloquially written rules article,
1: right? So, so yeah, the caveat of of we're giving you the information we have right now. We don't have an official FAQ or anything at at this
0: moment. So 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 so. Sample a sample card from the rules article. It's a card called Huddle Up. It's two and a blue for a sorcery. It says assist. I'll explain what assist. Uh, we'll explain the assist in, in just a second. It says two target players each draw a card. Um, and assist. The reminder text is another player can pay up to two for this spell's cost. Oh, good. They get to help. They get to help cast. But what does that mean? <laughs> a good question right, so, so what what we've got right now is it colloquially it says it says, uh, you know, as you cast a spell with assist, you choose another player. It can be your teammate or an opponent or whoever. that player can help you by paying an amount of generic mana towards the total cost of the spell. Um, they can't help with colored requirements. Um, so so this gets kind of weird because you don't choose the player. Until after you've revealed the card and you've made all the required choices, like targets and stuff. So I guess it's it's saying like, so so for Huddle Up, I can be like, hey, I'm gonna count. you know, I can lean over to Bitty Kitty and be like, hey, um, you know, why don't you hook me up with this this the two mana to cast to cast huddle Give me up? Yeah, two and Bitty generic Kitty, mana. Yeah, the two generic mana, and biddy kitty's like meow, 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 meow. meow. And that means that uh, she doesn't have uh, the lands to, to tap. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, um, maybe 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 Jess will will pay the two. I know he's a he's an opponent, but I can target any player. Um, so I would actually be casting huddle up. So we don't actually know where in this process I would say, hey, Jess, want to huddle up? Um, Jess, however, from this article, it's pretty clear that Jess doesn't have to decide until after he knows that he's already been selected as the as the target. So it actually gets to the point where I could get to the point where I have to pay for huddle up. And I'm like, hey Jess. Huh?
1: <laughs> you sure you don't wanna that, you wanna eh? huddle up?
0: Yeah, that two that two that two mana. And Jess can at that point say, yeah, sure, two mana, let's go. Uh or or Jess could say, nah, 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 fooled you, no. And then either I gotta pay for the whole huddle up or The game is gonna back up and put the spell back in my hand. So you're targeting an opponent with the huddle up in this this hypothetical, right? Right. So I'm like I'm I'm like Jess, huddle up. It
2: gets even weirder because then does the rightmost player get to decide? Oh goodness gracious. Oh (laughs) oh where Brogan gets to be like No
0: Jess, you don't wanna no. No Jess. No, and Jess is like, no, but I like drawing cards, and Bruin's like, no, you don't like to draw cards, and then Bitty Kitty chimes in with a meow, 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 and it's just chaos.
1: I chime in with a, haven't you people ever heard of paying for all your spells?
0: <laughs> right. So, so we're gonna have to wait for the for the actual. I and I can imagine that that you know, like rules rules nerds are gonna are gonna crawl over this part right here, and they're gonna ask questions like, well, what happens if um. I activate a mana ability that lets me draw a card and then uh, just decide <laughs> the opponent decides that he doesn't want to pay and I have to rewind it back. It's, it's yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> we, we've, we've talked about rewinding through that before. It's not yeah, a big as
1: it, as it stands, we're, we're still waiting for exactly mechanically how that's going to work, but, but it should, should be in practice. In a normal everyday game of Magic: The Gathering, not a
0: problem. Yeah, and so there's one more there's one more ability, uh, a, a two headed giant, uh, a friendly ability that we actually do have rule support for because we've <laughs> seen it before in Tarkir block. Uh, it's called support, and so there's cards that say support n which basically means put a plus one plus one counter on up to n other target creatures doesn't have to be yours so if you play a card that says hey when this enters the battlefield support two well i can put counters on my creatures or i can put counters on my on my teammates creatures or i can put some counters on jess's creature to kind of sweeten the pot so that get, i can get, get, get the get huddle, to up. huddle up later get the huddle up or maybe I'll give the counters to Brogan's creature so that she won't <laughs> Nix just huddle it up with me later.
2: Uh, support uh, was Nix. Can't target huddle up friend. Oh goodness.
0: Oh, uh,
1: support was also oath of the gatewatch. Yeah.
2: Oh, was it? Um.
1: But yeah, support is, is, is something we have seen before and is, is super friendly, helpful.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. And so that's, uh that's, that's two at a giant. Rad. Did
2: it. Rad.
1: Cool. Yeah. I. Uh, I think. Yeah. Well, I know this. was not specifically an episode for Battle Bond. It was nice to be able to talk about the Battle Bond topics uh, leading into that coming out. I think it looks super cool, and I and I learned about four eyes today.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, I've got I got one other uh, piece of news. Uh, I know Brian wanted to remind us real quick about. Uh, the judge tales thing he mentioned at the beginning so please yeah. please uh, yeah. send those in send your ideas in uh another i you know as long as you're sending those r- recordings in uh I uh, over the course of this episode uh while I was thinking about some stuff acquired bprill.com uh <laughs> if you would like to send some ideas on how that could be used um what? please let me know
1: <laughs> this is very important news Jess
0: I almost <laughs> swore on JudgeCast right there. <laughs> oh,
1: incredible.
2: I almost made you have to do editing work. Uh, so in all seriousness, though, I I, I, am, I am completely serious. I do, in fact, now own bpearl.com. Uh So <laughs> let me know what you want me to do with it. Uh, so if you want to let you know that, you can uh, send us a message on Facebook, uh, on our Facebook page at JudgeCast. Or, I'm sorry, Facebook.com slash JudgeCast. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash judge You can find our archive of podcasts at judge cast.com. Uh, and you can email us. Our email address is judge cast at gmail.com. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to episode 201, all about two headed giant. This was a lot of fun to make. Uh, and I'd just like to say that I'm Jess Dunks and I keep it fair.
1: I'm Brogan King and I keep it fun.
2: I'm Brian Perlman, And apparently I don't
0: own the domain name for my own name. <laughs> I don't either. This is upset. This is upsetting. (laughs) I had something planned, but this is just. You put me on tilt, J Dogs.
1: (laughs) You put me on tilt. (laughs) Wait, did you have something planned for bpril.com or have something planned for the episode?
0: No, I didn't. It was just. It was a thing. I didn't know that I wanted it until just took it from me.